Are we starting this or are you really show. testing? This is oh, the show, okay. yeah. This is it. Is that... It's just, it's like we're starting right before the show. It kind of gives people a behind the scenes feel. I want to start with a suggestion for the showrunners if they're yes. still editing. Yes. Instead of Demi Lovato's Ari Not. Or sorry, not sorry. Demi Lovato's hit single, Ari, not Ari. For his theme, I have a, I have an idea. Okay, let's hear it. Grease lightning. lightning. We'll get some overhead lifters and four bell quads, oh yeah. Keep talking, won't keep talking. Ooh, I don't like it. Don't you think that yeah. would have been a good theme? That's a good idea. I yeah, know. I don't know what the problem is. Um, it just yeah. hit me when they did, I mean, this is obviously jumping way ahead, but when they did the group date, that, that was some Grease Lightning shit. This is totally. The what? girls will cream. <laughs> <laughs> and they will. Actual lyric. Yeah. It can't be dirty if it's... Right, if it's in Greece, <laughs> that's a wholesome family musical. Oh. Uh, this is off topic, but we, I was recently having a discussion with one of our listeners, shout out Katie, about how, have you ever seen Grease 2? No. Oh. No, remember we, we talked about, this was part of the discussion <laughs> that we talked about how Every I haven't seen Grease 2. Every song from Grease 2 is a sexual euphemism. Yeah, I mean, isn't that kind of their thing? Isn't We're that what they're... Go- but not in regular Grease. <laughs> in regular Grease. There's a lot of, um sexual innuendo in regular Greece, isn't there? Well, I mean, they're all having sex. Right. But in Greece too, they have a song about scoring. They get stuck in a bunker and they sing about doing it for the country. Um, they Sounds have, like a good film, They're in by science the way. class and they sing a song about reproduction. 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 Put your pollen tube to work. Ooh. There's more, too. It's, uh, it's every song. Every single song, and so they just keep going back to that well, yeah, again and again. Yeah, well, hey, it's fertile territory. Good for you, Grease Two. Hey, oh, all right. Anyway, I'm putting a plug in for Grease Lightning. I think that would be a good theme. Yeah, great, good and idea. Why they don't consult me when they're choosing these things. What are they thinking? And that's why ratings are down. I know. Ratings that's are why. down on the show. Yeah. Um, well, getting to Ari being a 50s greaser, he rides in on a motorcycle. So that goes right to your theme and transitions beautifully into the start of our show. You want to know the vibe that I was getting from Ari through this whole episode? I do. What? <laughs> Absolutely, I do. That- Absolutely, I do. Didn't sound sincere. No, I do. I want to hear the vibe. Why do we even have this podcast? (laughs) (laughs) I I want to hear the vibe. Let's hear it. Why am I putting all this work in? (laughs) All this research. Uh, Like old school throwback bachelor. I feel like he's more in the vein of like Andrew Firestone. Uh Uh-huh. A little bit of a Sean Lowe. Like, I feel like they branched out a little with Ben, who was kind of self-effacing Ben Higgins. Uh-huh. And certainly Nick, who seemed to have, like, a drier sense of humor. Uh-huh. I feel like Ari is just... He's like a Disney prince. He's just, yeah. like, bland and... I mean, God love him, but he doesn't seem to be that deep of a thinker. Mm-hmm. He's attractive. He's... Well, he's attractive if you like fake hair. Uh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah. So what you're saying is that he's old school bachelor and that he doesn't have a lot of depth. He's more cartoonish and less self-aware. Yeah. I feel like he's like a um, stereotype of like a Prince Charming, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. 
like not very presented as a very complicated yeah. human being. And I mean, I don't want to say that there's not a lot of substance there, but there's, there's not. not a lot of substance there. And he is a race car driver and a realtor. He has yeah. two professions. You know what he kept giving me the vibe of? What's that? Like the um, Yahoo mock of the bachelor that what is it like oh uh, the um burning, burning yeah burning love. Love. yeah like he was he was no that's giving a good me a little, what's that that actor's name ken, ken marino yeah yeah is that right he reminded me of that yeah no that's a good point like you could take him and put him into the parody and it wouldn't be that noticeable no i see what you're saying yeah i've, I've got you so anyway, I mean the girls love him. The They're girls love super him. Into it. One of them was missing him after him being gone. Just just that night and morning, she was already missing him. I'm already in love with you. <laughs> um, well, we need to hit on a couple of quick things. Um, one is That's that what she said. there's a Grease Two song right there. We need to hit on a couple of things. Um, we know, we both noted this, and I rewound it to make sure that you saw it. But when Harrison comes into the mansion. His shirt matched the wall exactly. <laughs> I mean, it was the exact color of I the wall. I feel like he was going to do like a Scooby-Doo thing. Where, like the villain <laughs> blends in with the wall. He's like holding a vase above his, or like yeah. in front of his face. He, yeah, That's what he's, he does that in like the bathroom. He's, <laughs> he blends into the shower. He's actually always in the mansion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, blending into the walls and furniture. All you see is his eyes looking <laughs> sideways. <laughs> There's a painting of Chris Harrison on the wall that has his actual face in it. Um, His shirt did blend magnificently with the wall. I also want to pull a quote from um, Harrison when he first comes in. But it might be the the same same one. one. When he says, uh, first of all, he's a real downer. He's like, you all seem to be in a good mood. That's going to stop. Yeah. Uh, And then he says, the hope is that just one of you will be Ari's wife. It was a strange way to phrase it. I wrote exactly the same thing. I felt like it was emphasizing a little too much that it was just one. Right. Well, like, is the implication that maybe more than one person would be be his wife? Is polygamy an option? Right. Are we thinking about bringing in Jeff the Mormon? Well, a couple of those girls were from Utah, so... uh, Jeff the Mormon's been throwing shade at Ari. Oh, really? Yeah, Twitter. What has he been doing? I told you that you did. What has he been or I doing? I posted it on our oh, on there it is. Our podcast oh, Facebook. Okay, page. there it is. Yeah, find us on Facebook. Apparently, when... nobody is is reading. <laughs> no, people are. You just yeah, aren't. I'm not. <laughs> uh, it I just... saw the picture you posted of me. On... <laughs> well, of course you yeah. did. He's just throwing shade. Okay. He, I told you this. He okay. said something along the lines of like, "I will pay. I'll give." Oh yeah, dollars to any one's charity of choice. If Ari walks, if Ari ends up marrying any of these women, yeah, that's right. I remember that. I hadn't realized that was Jeff. I had forgotten it was Jeff the Mormon. Jeff with one F. That seems a little too uh, rude for a Mormon. I don't know. Jeff's bringing it. Um, But yeah, I found the phrasing strange as well. And I guess we. uh, Oh, uh, one other thing I need to mention: very important fact check. Last week I said that our fan MJ is from Utah. She is not. Fact check, fact correction. So we issue a formal her apology. Actual address. Is. Yeah. <laughs> you can find her at one two three Cobalt Lane. Mm. 
Um, All right, let's jump in. Becca K gets the first one-on-one. Yes, she does. I don't remember her. No, me neither. Uh, I guess just since the other Becca took up a lot of... Mm-hmm. Was she the one that proposed to him on the opening night? Maybe. Oh, could be. I don't, I don't know. Who knows? Ask me again when there's like six of these left. Um, the girls are obviously jealous. He sh- Ari shows up on a motorcycle mm-hmm. to take her away. Leather jacket. They say he wears it well. He zips her up. Uh, everybody's jealous except for Crystal, who feels the need to tell everyone that her dad was in a really bad motorcycle accident and uh, she's seen a lot of gruesome things that have happened because of motorcycles. Is she smiling the whole time? (laughs) And using her sex phone operator voice. (laughs) Um, So essentially they go on... I mean, again, I'm just going to keep following this argument, uh, this motif Mm -hmm. throughout the season... Old school throwback bachelor date, the pretty woman date. Yeah. Exactly how obscene an amount of money were you talking about? Just profane or really offensive? Really offensive. I like him so much. Totally the pretty woman date. And here's something that I'll mention, which is that this date is was probably, I mean, Becca seemed to love it. And I'm sure if you experienced it, that it was a really like memorable and exciting thing. But it's terribly boring television to me. Like Rachel Zoe just appears and get like. So yeah, the date yeah. is that Ra- Becca gets styled. I mean, styled by Rachel Zoe, although it really just seems like Rachel Zoe has brought a bunch of her dresses, right. and Becca gets. Uh, originally, she thinks it's that she gets to choose one to wear for the date that night. But it's that she gets to keep all of them. All the dresses. Oh, my God. I I think that sounds awesome. I do feel like it's not a great... I I had problems with both of the dates on this episode. And actually, I would argue that it's kind of the same problem for each one, which is like, it's not very interactive. Right. um, Because Ari is just sitting there like a creepy Richard Gere. (laughs) Um, Let me photograph you. Yeah, walk in in the next dress. I mean, Becca says it's the best day of her life. She does say that, which my response was, oh, honey. But um, she gets to keep all of the dresses. She gets a pair of Louboutin shoes. Am I saying that right? Louboutin? Louboutin? (laughs) Why am I asking you? It's uh, Louboutin. Louboutin. That's how it's pronounced. Louboutin? Louboutin. Um... I mean, famous shoes. Sure, She's I mean it's psyched. Neil Lane sends a bunch of jewelry. L- Neil Lane sends like his fucking hitman <laughs> over. Like that guy was about to pull out a gun and ice. Neil Lane sends his regards. <laughs> <laughs> Neil Lane's gonna put you on ice. <laughs> um. So, all right, the date continues. I mean, they just kind of, like, go out to that yard, yeah. right? Yeah, and... and also they had, like, a ridiculous spread, like, lobsters. Oh, food yes, spread. all of the seafood. So they walk into the house, and there is just all this seafood. Like, seafood for, like, a hundred people. 
<laughs> for like, and you know what happened? Rachel Zoe ate it all. It was so, it was very strange. <laughs> yeah, and again, back to my point, and I think this dovetails. Oh, I'm sorry, back to your point. No, no, yeah. dovetails with Indeed. your point, which hashtag is me too. <laughs> hashtag times. Hang on, a, a man is is speaking. <laughs> um, there, there just isn't like very exciting, and it seems to be sort of like um, you're saying. It's not very interesting. And later dates are kind of designed to, like, amp up the drama. Like, I remember that one where the bungee jumping date where, mm-hmm. like, the girl, like, loses her mind. And they have, like, you know, 45 minutes of crying on the bridge or whatever. And they'll, I mean, I'm sure they'll bring those eventually in. Um, but again, I mean, I felt like this date, this was the Bachelor version of me dragging you into anthropology and you sitting in those big, <laughs> comfortable, oversized chairs for an hour. So this date was boring for Ari. But then I, I mean, to skip forward and we'll come to it, I feel like the Crystal date was boring for Crystal. Like, are you mm-hmm. fucking kidding me? I right. have to watch home videos of you as a five-year-old. Right. That was the best part of the day. Oh, my God. Here's the Pizza Hut where I work. <laughs> it's like when you took me by Port of Subs. Yeah, right. No, it's exactly like when I took you by Port of Subs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except millions of people weren't watching it yeah. <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> Being as bored and unimpressed as you were. All right, so Becca and Ari have a little makeout sesh. The yes, girls they keep do. calling his lips pillowy, and it's really skeeving me out. Mm-hmm. I don't. Need, what does that mean? Soft. I'm plump. Thing. Okay, it was kind of a, a rhetorical, rhetorical question. question. Yeah. No, I'm here to explain it to you. It means yeah. that they're soft. <laughs> means that uh, you could sleep on them all night long. Me mansplain what that <laughs> means when the girls are saying it. Um. She, I mean, they they seem to have a, a fine connection. Mm-hmm. I mean, she doesn't have that much to say, but frankly, neither does Ari. Right. No, she doesn't. Well, um, he does say that Becca is not afraid to be funny, which yes. first I like, is that people's fear? <laughs> <laughs> my, my fears are public speaking and being funny. funny. <laughs> and oh. also, like, did she say something funny? Maybe that was on the cutting room floor. The editors are like, oh, no, that's that's too funny. You missed it. She was doing the waka waka joke. <laughs> Pie in the face. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm I'll, calling it right now. Becca is this season's waka. <laughs> uh, Ari does do something real funny. He pulls a rope and drops some confetti all over them at the end of the date, which is exactly what happens every episode in the children's program, Mutton Stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Let's go mouse. to dog school. <laughs> um, all right. The next date card shows up while they are off on their date, and everybody thinks it's going to be announcing a group date. Indeed, it is instead announcing another one-on-one, which goes to Crystal, our online fitness instructor, with the homeless brother. She's crazy. She yeah, has crazy eyes. She has crazy eyes. and uh, But she is smitten as a kitten. I'll tell you what. That's what she tells us. She is... I do not like her. No, I don't like her either. Um, I don't... It'll be interesting to see how long she lasts. I feel like on a different season she wouldn't last very long. But Ari seems to be... Stupid. <laughs> that wasn't the word I was going to use, but yes, that sounds about right. She, to me, is so clearly ungenuine, and I feel like that plays out in a million different ways throughout this episode, and we uh-huh. will get to them. 
I am 100% hashtag team Bibiana. I mean, I totally agreed with her. I feel like Crystal was just, she seems like a terrible person. And I feel like she's trying too hard to come off as like the sweetheart. She's a bitch. She delivers sandwiches to the homeless. Mm -hmm. I'll have you know. I feel like at least someone like Chelsea is just like, I'm here for my man. Right. I'm a single right. mom. I'm not messing around. <laughs> Looking yeah. for a dad. Like, right. you know, I mean, and even, I mean, so far, it seems like the girls have less issues with Chelsea than Crystal, who just seems so hard to be trying to be nice. And it, I, I just rang so false to me on this episode. Right. Well, it's also interesting, too, because she doesn't seem to be playing the game very well in that respect because the girls did have so much trouble with Chelsea. That, like, you should just let that ride out for mm-hmm. a while. Like, just lay low. Let Chelsea be the one who's interrupting and taking him first and making right. everybody mad. Well, and I, I thought about that, too, because I think one of the interesting things that they're doing now that they are pulling consistently from a pool of people who have been in the contestant position, like... I mean, it's been a while for Ari, but surely he remembers how frustrating that probably was to have, like, someone interrupt you. You know, so I feel like it's a stupid move on her part. It makes you look bad if you've already had a one-on-one and already had a rose and you keep interrupting to, I don't know, I feel like it makes her look needy and clingy and also just like a bad person. Right. Well, and the other thing, like, just lay low, have fun at the cocktail party, eat. I'm sure they put out a bunch of lobster again, probably. Just enjoy yourself. Might be leftover, though. (laughs) Right. It's from a couple days ago. It's fine. That's fine. fine. It's fine. Just like that seafood that your dad ate. (laughs) (laughs) It's no big deal. Sat in the car a while. It's fine. Okay. Okay. Let's get to Crystal and Ari's date. Okay. So they are going to his hometown in Scottsdale. Which I have to say, someone was like, is he going to take a girl home this soon? And I was like, no, you stupid idiot. And you were like, no, of course he is. And you were 100% right. So, nailed it. Nailed it. Um. Yeah, they, and I told you. I mean, they've done this before. Right, I had forgotten. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they go to his high school. He said that he really just wanted to get through high school to get to his racing career. Um, Crystal says, I believe that she was a art an art and band nerd. Art and band nerd. She does say that. Yeah. They go to his house. Uh, at which point he makes her watch home movies of his mom and all his siblings and himself as a five-year-old. Yeah. Great date. Great date. Oh my God. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, it's just, that to me is is very narcissistic. Well, it is. And also, so if you're on The Bachelor, because let's be honest, like, people go on The Bachelor for love, but also, like, I would love to go to Iceland and, you know, um, Brazil or wherever they're going to fly. So, like, to have the guy wheel out a private jet... And be like, hey, guess what? We're going to Scottsdale. We're going to Scottsdale. And we're going to the Pizza Hut at Scottsdale. I mean, I do think that they all have the understanding that if you can just hang in there long enough and make it through, that you'll get to go to some cool places. But that, I mean, you're not getting that if you, you know, if you're first round, please. Well, but even with the first round, like sometimes they might fly to Vegas. No. No, they don't. um, No? Okay. All right. Well, that was wrong. But, uh, <laughs> or, you know, like maybe you'll meet the, the Backstreet Boys or something. I just feel like this is, yeah, it's a true. lot of effort 
expended for something that is kind of lame. But you have to pretend that it's like the best day right. ever because it's Ari showing you his life. His soul, where he lives. Yeah, his God. Also, now that we've seen the outside of his house, I feel like that's a lot of reconnaissance done for us, The Bachelor. I mean, we could pretty easily Google map that bad boy. Yeah. Google Earth that. I mean, how long would it take for us to look at every single house in Scottsdale and Google Earth and figure out where he lives? How long would it take us to drive there right. with our children? <laughs> All um, right. She gets to meet his parents. So they are from Denmark? Is that right? I didn't catch. I didn't catch <laughs> it. I, I mean, I caught the accent. Um, and uh, what? The brother was married yeah. In Denmark. Yeah. Oh, maybe that's why I thought that they were from Denmark. Hmm. Um, yes. Place of birth for Ari, the Netherlands. Yeah. Okay. That's Denmark, right? No. That's oh. Holland. <laughs> but, uh... I uh, got yeah. some uh, wooden boots for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the same. I mean, that's I can only do one kind of accent for that general region, so... Anyone want some tulips? <laughs> But Ari's from the Netherlands, which is Amsterdam. Is Amsterdam, right? yes, it is. Yeah. So mom was stoned out of her mind when she. <laughs> She's Ari. a red light district whore. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's uh, part of the Netherlands, the charm of Amsterdam. You want to take it there? That's your <laughs> that's your personal choice. <laughs> Um, okay, where where are we now? Oh, so the they... mom seems very... I thought that she felt disinterested and very dismissive of yes. Crystal, but Ari says that he can tell that she likes Crystal. <laughs> well, how would you be? I mean, I am perpetually sympathetic to the parents on this show, even Dean's dad. Especially I mean... when they leave, though. She goes, yeah, ciao, ciao, bye-bye. <laughs> Well, and Ari brought up the meditation oh, thing oh, again. I miss Parampum. Parampum. Yeah, he'll be back. You I'm know sure. who would have made Ari meditate if he had gotten out of the limo? Who? Parampum. Parampum. Yeah. Let's Maybe Crystal breathe. and Parampum. Let's eat some mung right. beans. <laughs> well, you know, actually, Parampum was very uh, like selfish. I want to yeah. say. And I think Crystal is too. So they're perfect for each other. They I'm would go start great shipping them together. <laughs> <laughs> What's their hashtag? Let's see. Pop, I don't know. Karum pum pum. <laughs> Chris pum pum. Uh, all right. They leave Ari's parents' house. A group date card does show up at the mansion, uh-huh. and it is fifteen girls. Which means that only four girls don't get a date this week. And um, they're excited that they get to go on a date. But they also say that it's, you know, it's a little bit less exciting when you realize that you're going on a date with 15 other people. It's a lot of girls. Yeah, it is a lot of girls. Even for a group date. Even for a group date. Usually it's maybe 10, Yeah, when you've got 8 to 10 people. And obviously, I mean, what, Bibiana doesn't get her time. On the group no, date. she does and not. That, that does not go over well at all. We'll get there. The season's jubilee. Um, all right. Crystal and Ari go to a dinner date in what seems to be a pretty cool old building. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That was Becca. Was that Becca? No, that, no, was, that was Crystal. Crystal. Yeah, it was yeah, a really cool was old a building, cool building, actually. It I thought that like was the best old, like, part of the date. 
excuse like, you, were you listening when Connor Duermet <laughs> came out? <laughs> well, he was in that building, though, wasn't yeah. he? Well, so yes, that's he part was. of it. And I'm sorry, the best part of the date was watching the home movies. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, Crystal says that she does not have a wholesome background like Ari does, and that she's worried that if she opens up, it might be too much. Um, she says she didn't have that close family foundation growing up. She grew up alone. I mean, I feel like she should be a sympathetic person. Sure, She's right. Like volunteering for the homeless. Right. But bitch needs to change her attitude at and the mansion. And her expressions. Yeah. Yeah. And her voice. <laughs> and her entire Change opinion. all those things change. and we will like you. There's a laundry list of things for you to work on. Speaking of things to work on, gang, this is Ryan and Anna coming back to you. We had a little bit of a technical issue, so you might notice a bit of a difference in tone. I tried to embed the Connor Duermet song underneath our completed episode uh, last night, and it last destroyed. Last night, I made some of the funniest jokes of my life. This is like the, how the Beach Boys, Brian Wilson, created some brilliant uh, fire song to... Uh, go with good vibrations but a building next door burned down when he was recording it so he destroyed all the tapes and we will never get to hear it um last night's episode is kind of like that i feel like you were jealous of how witty i was i was jealous i remain jealous of how witty you are at all times had to to sabotage it you're too funny you look too good so point being, we are back recording in the middle of the day, which means we haven't drank Luckily anything. Luckily for you guys, we don't have real jobs. <laughs> and we're dedicated to this show. So yeah, it's now uh, 10 o'clock the next morning. On a Wednesday? <laughs> we're going to try to wrap this thing up for you, um, so we might as well just pick up where we left off. All right, we left with Crystal uh, trying to give her kind of sob story. Um, I mean, to her credit, Ari says, like, I want to hear about you. And do you, Ari? Yeah, Yeah. you might not. It turns out that he really (laughs) doesn't. Um, So she tells him that her parents divorced when she was young, that her dad wasn't a part of her life. Her mom was emotionally unavailable. The kind of climax of her telling him how bad it was is her saying that when she was nine years old, she saved her money to buy herself a comforter. Oh, (laughs) That is a little sad. It's not eating lipstick. (laughs) It's not eating lipstick. I mean, yeah, try to keep up with Christina in the sob stories area. Did you ever have to eat lipstick, Crystal? (laughs) She might. She might have. We don't know. But she did have to buy herself a bedspread and, ooh, it gets worse. What happened next? (laughs) What? I don't... Her brother was homeless. Well, that's what happened. Next. Yeah, but that's, I mean, that's ju- so jumping forward. To do it 15 years. Yeah. So she says, I mean, it, it does sound like her family kind of fell apart. She said that she was kind of in charge of raising her little brother. And that a year and a half ago, she got a phone call from the hospital saying that her brother had been attacked after living on the streets. And Ari's like, that's wrong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Wowza. Yeah. I, Ari was like, I thought you were just maybe going to tell me a little bit about your mom and dad and then we're going to move on. I didn't realize we were getting into all this. He's and of like, course. Uh, I really want to talk about this, but Connor Dermott is uh, waiting. Up <laughs> He's this. waiting. He's singing something about in light of the author, all my fears are letting go. Um, I mean, I said this last night in our original podcast, which I will consistently be re- right, referencing. Right, which was much funnier than yeah. this one. 
I don't feel like Ari reacted well to her sharing that story. I very strongly dislike Crystal, but, I mean, I don't feel like Ari had a very sensitive right, or compassionate. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think that he was being callous or purposefully cold, but, um, I mean, last night I said, you know, when Christina shared her history with Nick, it was further along in the season. I feel like they had a deeper connection. And Nick, I thought, reacted really well to mm -hmm. that. Like, he asked follow-up yeah. questions. And he didn't just try to, like, comfort her and, and move quickly on, which mm -hmm. I feel like is what Ari does. Because right. he's like, you know, I have a lot of friends with not great uh, family backgrounds. You, you know. would go dance to college. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I appreciated Nick actually, in a sign of solidarity, ate some lipstick <laughs> on the date just to show Christina that he understood what she was going through. So, yeah, so um, Ari, not super responsive that we saw, um, not super engaged in the situation. He probably was just confused why Crystal was smiling the whole time she was telling him this story, but in her breathy sex phone operator voice. Um, they do go and dance to Connor Dermot. I uh, had a lot of Connor Dermot jokes last night, but I'm really mad at him now because when I tried <laughs> to pirate his song and embed it illegally into our episode. And I said, are you allowed to do that? <laughs> I mean, and I, I basically said, what's going to happen? And then what happened was half the episode got destroyed. So uh -huh. well played, Connor Dermot, yeah. though. That would have been some publicity for you, my friend. Oh, is Connor Dermot going to come after us? <laughs> oh, he I is. He, in his own way, he is. Kevin from the office. Karma's a bitch. Connor right. Dermot's a bitch. <laughs> you right. did mention that he looked like, uh, what, Kip? Kip from Napoleon Dynamite. I wanted yeah, to make yeah. sure you got your observation yeah, in there. Yeah. Okay, all right, let's move along. Um, Crystal comes back from the date, and uh, the next morning is in a great mood. Uh, the girls, as they do after most dates, are looking for details. Mm -hmm. What'd you do? What'd like, you see? Trying to get the scoop. Who'd you kiss? Were the lips pillowy? <laughs> Was Connor's wearment there? <laughs> pillowy or not. <laughs> what does that mean? Mm. Uh, um, Crystal's not talking. No, she's clammed up. Yeah, her pillowy she lips are closed. She says that she is not going to divulge the details of their relationship. Right, like it's fucking classified information. Like they're actually dating. Sure. She's just trying to get a rise out of the girls. And again, I feel like it speaks to the fact that Crystal is, in actuality, what seems to be not a very nice person. Mm -hmm. Right, despite that smiley demeanor. Then she gave all the girls a sandwich, though, so that was nice. Mm -hmm. um, all right, group date. Like we said, it's a very big one. A lot of girls, they are doing a what I called real-life bumper cars. You informed me it was Demolition Derby. Mm -hmm. Right, and as we mentioned last night, we've been to a Demolition Derby in Indiana, and it was moments of intense fun, followed by a lot of people towing cars off of the Demolition Derby track. But we were not participating, and the girls are. So they yes. get to decorate a car. One of them gives what we both saw as a blatant shout out to the podcast mm -hmm. and writes wrong reasons yeah. on her car. Thanks for the advertising. Yeah. We appreciate it. That's going to bump our downloads up quite a bit. Um. So yeah, they have spray paint. They're decorating their cars. Um, this is really Tia's 
date to shine on. Oh, shine yeah. In. It's Big Tia's time. time to shine. Big time. Well, when we were talking last night about how Tia, this is going to get annoying for the listener, right? You should have been there last night. It was great. <laughs> so awesome. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was so funny last <laughs> It was really good. Um, oh. How Tia is growing on us and how, in some ways, she's the poor man's raven. Well, how but initially we thought of her mm-hmm. as the poor man's raven. But she's emerging as a per, a force of personality. I feel like she's Raven times five. <laughs> she's Raven cranked to eleven. Yeah, yeah, she's who Raven wants to be, but maybe wasn't brave enough. Or wasn't to be. brave enough to be. Yeah, Tia has um, a giant tattoo on the like on the back of her bicep, like on her yeah, at her tricep. It's on the back of her arm. Um, it appeared to be an owl. Uh, she also is super excited about this date and says that it is like some redneck shit. (laughs) And also, uh, what else does she say about it? (laughs) She says, we're about to get in there and fuck shit up. (laughs) And then she apologizes to her mom. She's for excited. swearing. She is very excited. Yeah, and you know, as. You can take the girl out of Arkansas, but you cannot take the Arkansas <laughs> you, out of the girl. You can take the girl out of Wiener, but you can't take the Wiener out of the girl, is uh, probably the formulation that Tia prefers. Um, someone is not excited about this date, though. Who is it? It's Annalise. Annalise. And. We want to take a moment to talk about something. A very serious issue in our society. And I think an issue that has been pushed under the rug for, for too long. far too long. Yeah. Hashtag me too. Hashtag time's up. Hashtag bumper car trauma. We want to talk about bumper car trauma, y'all. So uh, you may know someone. You yourself may have experienced or suffered from bumper car trauma. I want to tell you that even if you think you don't, you do. <laughs> you know it can go undiagnosed. Show that one in three people has suffered from bumper car trauma. And most people have repressed it. They don't Half even of know. Those people don't even remember. Yeah, yep. they have to go through hypnosis to recover the memories because it's so traumatic. Isn't that what The Keepers was about? Yeah, that documentary that you watched. <laughs> That's what happens. Yes. Annalise is crying when she finds out about the demolition derby date. She says this date is her worst nightmare. Very worst. And it's because she did bumper cars as a kid. And apparently and things it. went exactly <laughs> as they always do in bumper cars, which is one person gets stuck in the middle and everyone is ramming you with the cars, um, which is how bumper cars works. This would be like if you said you had Ferris wheel trauma because you got on a Ferris wheel and it it took you around and around. (laughs) She says, I just remember being so alone and so scared. Turns into full-on Jesse Spano for a minute. I'm so scared. Um, Even Ari, who, you know, we kind of pounded this home in this episode. Sweet, dumb Ari. (laughs) But even Ari thinks it's ridiculous. Even Ari smiles a little bit when she says she had a, quote, traumatic bumper car experience. Well, we have to give props to the show for doing, like, a faux flashback of, like, a black and white, like, bumper car trauma experience with, like, creepy music. Well played, The Bachelor. I would like to see many more things like this. (laughs) 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 To you. (laughs) Um, But when she gets out there, Annalise actually uh, warms up a little bit to the date. She does. She ends up 
kicking a little ass. Bibiana mm-hmm. does well. Yep. Um, Brittany does apparently too well. She gets a little too into it and ends up having to not attend the rest of the date because she has what sounds like a concussion. Right. Literal bumper car trauma. (laughs) Well, that's the other thing is that, you know, there have been bumper car concussions for years, but they've been covering it up. Big Mm -hmm. bumper car has been covering it up because they don't want people to know (laughs) how bad the problem is. Um, CN ends up winning. Kind of a surprise yeah. there. Um, yeah. They, um, drink milk is a celebration, which I didn't... know it was a thing. Now I'm going to start drinking milk whenever I do something great, which is rare, but, you know... No, remember, you're lactose intolerant, but just for milk. <laughs> Ryan eats a shit ton of cheese, That's fine. ice cream, yogurt, yeah. try to give him milk. Whoa! Oh, no, I... Uh, it hurts my stomach. Oh, I can't do it. Yeah, okay. I read some books that uh, David gave me about... Uh... About why only milk? Yep, only milk is some really That's informative reading. bullshit. Yep. <laughs> if you can't have dairy, you can't have dairy. All right, well, anyways... You can't just be milk intolerant. <laughs> Cien wins, and then they head on to uh, some sort of cocktail party, post-derby cocktail party. So I want to say at this point, um, because I don't know how we worked this in, but I do know that this is the point in the episode last night, and it's not going to sound natural now. (laughs) This is (laughs) a a seamless transition. But it was such a good point that I feel like it has to be made that you realized, or you pointed out that Ari... uh, Rings very similarly to John Hamm's 30 Rock character. Right, who was incredibly handsome and incredibly stupid, but no one told him that he was stupid because he was so handsome. That was the joke. So he just thinks that he does everything really well because people are like, eh, you're beautiful. Mm -hmm. Like, we'll give you a pass. Yeah. It's the bubble. He is a doctor who doesn't know the Heimlich maneuver. He can't play tennis. He can't cook. He's as bad at sex as I am. But he has no idea. That is the danger of being super handsome. When you're in the bubble, nobody ever tells you the truth. For years, I thought I spoke excellent French. Yeah, and that's and so somehow that that weaved in <laughs> brilliantly, but it was a point we wanted to but return to. But I do think to. it's true. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ari is he's in the bubble. He's a himbo. <laughs> he is oh, in the bubble. and I think that's what you meant too about kind of classic bachelor. A lot of yes. himbos lot, in the yeah. early days. A lot of himbos, and then Matt Grant. Um. All right. We're on the cocktail section of the group date. Chelsea, not surprisingly, steals Ari first. And even Ari says, geez, you're quick. Sweet guy. That guy. Uh, Chelsea tells him that she has to apologize because there is she's been real mysterious. Very mysterious. Noted. And there's a reason for that. It's because there's another man in her life. It's her three year old Sammy. Ah, Sammy. Oh, Sammy. You poor fuck. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Sammy is living it up with his mom gone. Yeah, sure. That's what every four-year-old wants or a three-year-old. A mom who's willing to go away for months at a time (laughs) to try to fight 25 other women for a new dad. (laughs) He really is excited to get Ari uh, as a dad. Uh, Ari is not scared off and, in fact... Seems to be sporting a big boner when he hears about Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that came out the way that you wanted it to come out. <laughs> I think it 
<laughs> no, I don't think that it did. I think what you meant to say is that, as you said last night, he's got the boner for the single mom. Not that he has a boner no, for he three hears, He hears about Sammy and he's like, whoa, boing. <laughs> Your point is that he really likes I single moms. He loves a single mom. Yes. He obviously was interested in Emily. He tells Chelsea that actually before he went on The Bachelorette to try to date Emily, he dated another single mom. He says, uh, spoiler alert, it didn't work out. <laughs> well, that's why Harrison was saying that just one of you was going to be Ari's wife. We're actually, he actually looking for the lower sister wife. <laughs> Looking for tier two, maybe tier three. <laughs> and bringing another kid in the mix would be great so that Ari can have more of a system of kids to work for him around the house. I feel like that's my dream. The sister-wife situation? Yes. Yeah, where um, you would only have to put up with me a couple days a week. Yeah. Yeah, well. Absolutely. You live in one of those compounds on Big Love. They, like, had cool, you could get into everybody's houses. Like secret passages? I think they did, yeah. That is my dream, too, you actually. <laughs> Like a clock in Webster that opens up. You could share laundry duty, mm -hmm. child care. But isn't it worse because there's more kids to deal with? But I guess there's less husband to deal with. So that kind of balances, balances out. out. Yeah. Well, we'll make it happen. Add three or four wives around here. <laughs> think you'd be good to go. Okay. Cian uh, takes her one-on-one -on -one time with Ari to reveal that she is, in fact, far too good for him. She yes. went to Yale. She has lived in Italy and Brazil. Was that yeah. Cian? She had, she had traveled to Italy and Brazil, maybe lived there for brief periods. But yeah, it's, it's far too good. Hopefully we'll realize it sooner rather than later. I said last night I was getting vibes of Juan Pablo and Charlene who was uh, very beautiful and intelligent and an opera singer, and eventually in that season just decided that, in fact, she did not want to be with Juan Pablo. You know what? I'm going to say thanks, no thanks. Yeah. Um, Ari and Becca have a big makeout sesh. Yeah, huge makeout sesh. The kissing bandit is back, so everybody. He's back. Stealing some ever. kisses. Um, I don't... I'm going to maybe make a controversial point here Ooh, okay. i don't like ari's kissing style i feel like he's trying too hard to be like sensual. passionate yeah you don't want you that's not how you want me to kiss you 100 percent not <laughs> but what if i put that same music on in the background that becca hears while uh she's kissing him i guess they don't actually hear that they dub that over yeah. later <laughs> some, that's not playing in the production background guy is standing there <laughs> wow now now um, yeah, they hit it off. Ari gives the date rose to Cian. He fakes out Chelsea. I know mm -hmm. you want to talk about that. I do want to talk about it. We yeah, talked about it last night, but picks, whatever. Well, they didn't hear. Our good friends didn't get to hear. Yeah, I know, but yeah, uh, I'm just saying. Yeah, okay. You, you covered it last night, but then you messed it up. Okay, well, uh, let's just move on then. <laughs> <laughs> let's just go on. All right, so what happens? They go to the... Oh, we... Wait, no, are you going to talk about how you faked out Chelsea? I thought we covered it. No. <laughs> already. It was already done. Not in he, this episode. He picks up the rose and says, you know, some, something to the effect of, you know, there was a lot of women that impressed me here tonight. Chelsea, you really opened up with me. And even, like, gestures I feel like she towards... she even, like, 
holds her hand right. out, and then he's like, it, oh, bu- 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 not so fast, you. <laughs> but CNU won, here's the rose. <laughs> Which, the only way that was really designed just to make Chelsea mad. Um, I don't understand why he would have done that. But uh, I found it very funny. So really it was designed to entertain me. I feel like it was probably editing where he was like, Chelsea, you really opened up to me. Becca, I enjoyed our makeout session. Blah, blah, mm-hmm. Like he probably said something to a lot of the girls, but they just cut in. Probably. I, all I'm saying is the minute you pick up the rose, you should only say the name of the person who's getting the rose. Sure. That's a rule. Uh, we need to talk briefly about how mad Bibiana gets on yes, this we date. Yeah. So she is not getting her time with Ari. At the end of the night, she says that her patience has been trialed a lot. <laughs> Me too, girl. Me too. Anna's patience is frequently yeah. trialed. That's why we need some sister wives around and here. And then she says, nobody fucking touch me when one of the girls tries to hug her. I feel you. Bibiana and I, I feel like, are spirit animals. Yeah, spirit animals. Well, I also feel like Bibiana is sometimes just going to be the voice of the show, like the audience. Yeah, you know? for sure. Um, yeah, because when she lays later. into Crystal, we're like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, be the Bibiana that you want to see in the world. <laughs> um. Okay, we are at the cocktail party. Ari gives Brittany a certificate of most hardcore. Pretty sweet. I wonder where he got that. Like (laughs) Hobby Lobby, they sell most hardcore certificates. I mean, you have girls coming in in a race car. (laughs) But where did he acquire this piece of paper, Anna? Um, All right. So uh, speaking of where things were acquired, Becca is wearing a fur. Somehow. She says she always has to have a fur on. <laughs> and uh, they'd make out again. Yeah. He's like stroking the fur in a weird way. Spoiler, she stole it from the taxidermy girl. That's where she got her fur. <laughs> well, we were wondering if she, I mean, I guess she brought it. That's what I'm assuming. Sure, that's what you pack when you have to pack <laughs> really light to travel all over the world. Furs. Well... Uh, I made the point last night that Becca was giving me vibes of, and you, I mean, just to blow your cover, Ryan had no idea what this was, but the 90s girl catalog Delia's. I still don't know what it is. We had a long conversation about it last night. We did. Uh, A lot of 90s wear for Becca. A lot of, Mm -hmm. um, like... Even her haircut, I feel like, looks a little 90s. If you're 22, 90s is retro. Well, that's what I was going to say. Is she, I feel like it shows how young she is because she sees 90s looks mm-hmm. and is like, oh, that's vintage. I dress what they wore in the year of my birth. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, she also has the audacity to claim while wearing a giant fur coat that she is, quote, low drama. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm guessing that that's not going to play out. I feel like people who claim that directly that they are low drama, it's just never true. It's never true. It's never going to be true. It's like saying you're a very stable genius. I mean, that's... It's it's, uh, almost certainly not the case. If you have to say it out loud... Um, Crystal interrupts someone. I didn't write down who it was. I couldn't remember last night. I was so incensed by the interruption (laughs) that I couldn't take any notes. The girls are also pissed. I mean, Crystal already has a rose. Um, she does not need to be interrupting him. She pulls him outside to just giggle and be obnoxious. And smiley. (laughs) I just missed you. Did you miss me too? 
My brother was attacked. (laughs) (laughs) And then she comes back in and says something annoying, right? The girls say, what did he say? Do you want me to say it? I do. do I want to hear your crystal. Well, what does she say? Let me see. I don't have it in my notes. I think that's something I'm going to keep between Ari and I. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. That's good. I'll work on my crystal voice for next time. Uh, Crystal then has the audacity to interrupt again, and this time she chooses the wrong person. She tries to interrupt Bibiana. Yeah, not gonna fly. And good for you, Bibiana. Bibiana's just like, no, you're not doing that. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, good good for you, Bibiana. And then later, when Bibiana and Crystal have a little confrontation, Bibiana lets her have it. Yeah. Saying, you've got a lot of balls to come and sit with us. And uh, you need to do your little workout, do your meditation, reflect mm-hmm. on what you did. So you some meditate. good lines. You think about what you did. <laughs> I feel like it was like me talking to our five-year-old. Right. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> she was pretty mad. She said, uh, if you really think that I'm going to fall for this la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la. I like that. I like that la-la-la-la-la can just kind of stand for Anything. a lot of, yeah, nonsense. Anything. Yeah. That's how I felt when you said that the podcast was erased. <laughs> that was a whole bunch of just la 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 la. I did sleep with one eye open after yeah, that. Yeah. As Crystal needs to, Bibiana informs her. Uh, all right, people are leaving. The redhead, Valerie. you wrote her name, Valerie. Mm-hmm. Valerie from Nashville. Uh, Jenny leaves and seems super upset about it and the, and so much so that Ari kind of chases after her and is like hey can you guys give me a minute and runs out there he races to her and uh, no. and then Jenny says that she's sad about leaving her friends <laughs> first time in bachelor history someone says they're here just to make friends and he's like well that's really not the point of the show so <laughs> bye <laughs> oh Ari uh, you sweet fool. Yeah. Well, and he, she specifically says, I'm not sad about you. Not even that she's sad no, about leaving. No, she says, I'm sad about you. I'm sad about leaving my friends. Oh, I wrote it as no, I'm not sad about no, no, you. No, no, no. Okay. She said, I'm sad about you first. I, okay. I mean, to give her credit. Okay. But then she's like, and I'm sad about leaving my friends. Oh. And then she says, he literally picked a taxidermist over me. Which he, he literally did. did. He did. So that is correct. He picked the girl yeah. who chose in all of her packing space to bring <laughs> a stuffed seal. And a taxidermied bat. Yes. Yeah. No, um, they made some really good packing decisions <laughs> this time around. And uh, her ukulele, let's not forget. Oh, yeah. 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 I guess that's pretty small, though. <clears throat> All right. Well, that is a much poorer version of what we recorded oh, last night. God. I mean, I, I just feel like I really hit it out of the park last <laughs> night. This was good, too. You did a good job. We didn't do any of the Sister Wives stuff last night. We didn't. That was good material. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, la, 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 la. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.